What up, yo? It's Mark Shanniff with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Saturday, July 25th, episode number 103. And I am excited about today's show. That's right. <laughs> We're going to break down... The NFC West, who are the winners and losers from the NFL draft, what does the depth chart look like on each team, and then we'll also go over my player projections. I have a really super cool announcement. Uh, The show got a badge from our host provider, and we hit 1,000 downloads. want to say thank you to everyone for listening to the show. This wouldn't be possible without all of your support. Uh, the next badge is at 5,000 downloads, so I really want to hit that goal this year. So please, please start sharing the show. Tell your friends and league mates, or if you want to keep this a secret from them, <laughs> I completely understand that. Share this with others you know that play fantasy football but are not in your leagues. Let's get that 5,000 goal. We want to hit that 5,000 downloads. So come on, share the show. I also want to thank everyone for the birthday wishes. My birthday was uh, just yesterday. I had a great time with the family. We're just swimming, relaxing, just kind of chilling at home, watching the Dodgers. Baseball's back, so that was nice to watch them. And they won. So it's just kind of like the way I like it. So it was was nice. So again, just thank you for all the birthday wishes. You've heard about the knockout giveaway uh, where we are giving away a signed Nick Chubb jersey. Um, You can do it one of two ways. You can visit the website, fantasyknockout.com, and you can click the giveaway tab and enter there. Or you can look in the show notes and use the provided link. It is that easy. Make sure you sign up. Um, Get your entries in. This jersey is amazing. It's one of my favorites that that we're giving away. So... Be sure you are the lucky winner. Um, You can follow the show on Twitter. We're at Fantasy Knockout. We're also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Uh, We got the hashtag Dominate Your League because we're doing the cheat sheets. And if you sign up through our or if you support the show through Patreon, become a patron, you get the cheat sheets. And we're all about dominating your league this year. You want to make sure you get those. And then, oh, my gosh, I almost forgot. We... Starting next week, we, we're moving to two shows a week. Are you guys ready for this? Two shows a week. They're going to be released on Tuesdays and Saturdays. This means football season is just around the corner. Let's talk some news. News with views. All right, so to start it off, Commissioner Roger Goodell, he's in the news a lot. The NFL accepted the NFL PA, so the Players Association, their demand of zero preseason games. This is a big step toward uh, having a season start on time. Uh, the players are supposed to report to camp starting, uh, I believe, this week. So, uh, Also, n- other Goodell news is the NFL and NFLPA, they agreed on protocols that include testing players for COVID on a daily basis. This is for all, uh, for at least the opening two weeks of training camp. Also, the NFL reported There have been 59, not 95, positive cases, which makes it roughly about 2% of the league. So they're looking good for now. And then the last bit with Commissioner Goodell is uh, the NFLPA and the NFL, they reached an agreement on the CBA changes for the 2020 season uh, so they can move forward. Okay! 
Game on! Yeah, game on! The vote was 29 to 3 in agreement. A handful of key issues and questions from last few weeks, they've been settled. First training camp will move forward as scheduled for July 28th. Uh, the new agreement guarantees the salary cap will at least be $175 million for the 2021 season. Um, they were worried that it would drop a lot because of this year and the effects of this year with COVID and not having ticket sales and all that stuff. Um, and then the last bit is the 2020 season is a pay-as-you-go. So, therefore, in, if the season were to halt entirely, players would not be paid for unplayed games. Makes sense. Um Next bit of news is the New York Jets and the Giants. They announced that fans will not be allowed to attend their games this year. Uh, I believe the Las Vegas Raiders owner, Mark Davis, he also hinted that they're they're not wanting to allow fans as well, which is a bummer because I'm a Raider fan, and it would be awesome to go out there, but better safe than sorry, right, guys? Uh, next, I hate this kind of news, is wide receiver Antonio Brown, who's a free agent. He announced once again that he is retiring from football. Yay! Can this be the final one? Um, I think that makes it like three times now that he's done this. I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, who's to say a team doesn't come kick the tires with him and he signs with a new team. I don't know. Once a stud, well, I bet you it's a, it's a key injury that happens to a receiver and maybe one team who has cap face will look at it. Other than that, he still has a suspension looming, you know, for all of his nonsense. Uh, can we just really move on and be done with him? I'm tired of talking about Antonio Brown. Last is the owner, Daniel Snyder of the Washington football team. Um, he shed all the logos and the name. So they they announced that they're going to be the Washington football team this year. They haven't decided on a new name yet. And I'm sure this year I'll mess it up plenty and I'll still end up calling them the Redskins. So I just want to apologize ahead of time. And it's unintentional. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Main event. All right, we're going to break down the NFC West. And again, we're going to be talking about half point scoring is the main uh, point scoring when we're talking about points. <laughs> Makes sense. We're going to go alphabetical in the division. So that leaves us with the Arizona Cardinals. Just kick it off. So they make a monster trade and they get wide out DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. Kyler Murray becomes a big winner in my eyes. They keep running back Kenyon Drake, who also is a big winner, and he should see the bell cow workload this year. I'm excited for this team. I think Kyler's going to level up this season. There's just not really much to say because the team focused on defense in the draft. So the depth chart, quarterback is Kyler Murray. Running back is Kenyon Drake. The backup is Chase Edmonds. Wideouts is DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and Larry Fitzgerald. And the tight end is Max Williams or Dan Arnold. Doesn't really matter. Neither of them are ranked. All right, so projections. I got Kyler Murray ranked as my quarterback number four. I like him a lot this year. I Last year I said he was going to be a top ten quarterback, um, and he did. He I believe he finished five or six or something like that. So he provides a safe uh, – he's a safe pick because of his rushing ability. Um, last year he didn't get into the end zone as much. Uh, I think they changed that. I think he's going to, with Hopkins there and Drake, I think they have a much better uh, squad. So I like him a lot. I have him down for 356 completions for 4,098 yards, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 502 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns, and that puts him at 327 points. So 
I like Murray a lot this year. Um, he is going high in drafts, but you know, if you don't get Mahomes or Jackson, you can snag a Dak or Murray and still just be fine. Uh, so the running back, Kenyon Drake, I have him ranked as my running back 10. I have him down for 240 rushes for 1,152 yards, eight touchdowns, 62 receptions for 480 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns, and that puts him at 252 points. Solid running back. He's going in the back half of the first round or the beginning of the second round. Uh, You can't go wrong with taking him. Uh, I like his upside a lot. Uh, his backup is Chase Edmonds, so if anything were to happen to Drake, Edmonds comes in, will come in and be a stud. Um, I have Edmonds ranked as my running back 52. I have him projected for 600, or not 660, 60 rushes for 258 yards, three touchdowns, 22 receptions for 150 receiving yards, one touchdown. And that puts him out about 75 points. He has a lot of upside if something were to happen to Drake, like I was just saying. So keep Edmonds. I wouldn't necessarily draft him as a handcuff to start because I don't like drafting handcuffs, but keep him in the back of your mind. Know that uh, if you have Drake, he will, should be your first pickup. So, uh, wideouts, DeAndre Hopkins. I have him ranked as my wide receiver number seven. Um, I don't see him getting as much of the target share as he had in Houston as he's going to be here in Arizona. There's still other talented wideouts in Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk. Um, so Hopkins, I have him projected for 80 receptions for 1,095 yards, eight touchdowns, and that puts him at 197 points. So still a solid receiver. Christian Kirk, I have as my wide receiver 53. I have him down for 70 receptions, 816 receiving yards, five touchdowns, 146 points. And Larry Fitzgerald is my wide receiver 56. I got him for 63 receptions, 670 receiving yards, four touchdowns for 122 points. Basically, I'm projecting that Kyler Murray spreads the ball out. He doesn't just hyper-target Hopkins, which he will be the main guy. He will be the number one receiver, but he's going to spread the ball. uh, Murray's going to spread the ball around a lot. And then the tight end I have is Max Williams. Don't even have him ranked. I have him projected 35 receptions, 438 receiving yards, three touchdowns for about 79 points. Not touching him at all. Uh, They really don't highlight the tight end in Arizona. Next is the Los Angeles Rams, and they they let running back Todd Gurley go. He is no longer the, the bell cow there in Los Angeles. They ended up drafting a running back, Cam Akers, out of Florida State, who I believe is going to be, he, he is good, and I believe that it's going to be a platoon there between Akers and Malcolm Brown, who I think is going to see the goal line carries. Um, they also trade wide receiver Brandon Cooks away which means Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are winners in my eyes. Um, you know, they're, they're both values right now that, uh, this year in drafts uh, just because they keep falling. I don't know why. The Rams, they also drafted a wide receiver, Van Jefferson, who, how do I say this? I, I like Jefferson. I love the talent. He just has a lot of bodies in front of him to get on the field. So I don't know if he'll have a clear pathway to becoming fantasy relevant this year. Next year, sure, he should be on your radar. But this year, I don't know. Um, and then the hardest question for this team is what what tight end is going to be the main guy? Is it going to be Tyler Higby or is it going to be Gerald Everett? So the depth chart, it looks like the quarterback is Jared Goff. Running backs are Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown. Daryl Henderson is on the team. I just don't have him projected. I have him as the third running back. So 
The wideouts are Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Those are the two main guys. Van Jefferson's there as well, so he'll see some, but not as much. And then the two tight ends is Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. So Jared Goff I have ranked as my quarterback 21. I'm not going to be going out of my way looking to put him on my team this year. I will stream him occasionally, but not really going to look to draft him. Um, I have him down for 355 completions for 4,255 yards, 26 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 59 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, and that puts him at about 266 points. All right, so I have Cam Akers as the main of the two running backs, and I have him ranked as my running back 28, and I have him down for 176 rushes for 685 yards, three touchdowns, 22 receptions, 135 receiving yards, and that puts him at about 110 fantasy points. Um, Malcolm Brown, I got him ranked as my running back 60. I have him for 78 rushes for 304 yards, six touchdowns, because, I again, I see him as the goal line guy. I uh, got him for 12 receptions, 103 receiving yards, one receiving touchdown for 89 points. I mean, you can take Akers as an upside pick, you know, if you have several other running backs already on your team. Um, other than that, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be touching a Los Angeles Rams running back. I'm going to be focusing on the receivers. I want one of these two guys. I want Cooper Cup, who I have as my wide receiver number nine, or I want Robert Woods, who I have as my wide receiver 14. So, Cup I have projected for 88 receptions for 1,164 receiving yards and eight touchdowns, and that puts him about 210 points. Robert Woods I have for 16 rushing rush attempts. For 114 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. Also, 89 receptions for 1,136 receiving yards and six receiving touchdowns for 211 points. So I like both of these guys. I think they're going to get it done. And they're going in the third and fourth round of drafts right now. So you get a value because they will be, one of these guys is going to be wide receiver one by the end of the season. And the other is going to be a solid high-end wide receiver two. Uh, Now the tight ends. So I have Higby actually projected as the... The main tight end out of the two, but they're pretty close. So um, Higby I have is my tight end eight. Gerald Everett is my tight end 27. So they're far away as far as the rankings, but the projections are somewhat pretty close. Um, So Higby I have for 59 receptions, 645 receiving yards, four touchdowns for 118 points. And then Gerald Everett is 42 receptions for 500 receiving yards, two touchdowns for about 85 points. All right, the San Francisco 49ers. They take wide wide out Brandon Ayuk with their first pick, whom looks like a perfect fit with Debo. Uh, They traded running back Matt Breed away during the draft, which helps clear up the backfield somewhat. Um, And that means that it's going to be Telvin Coleman and Raheem Mostert, which makes it a lot easier to figure out which running back versus three or four guys to figure out. They're going to have basically two running backs, and they're they're still going to be a committee there. Um, and right now, I'd rather have the value of Coleman over Mostert. Um, Mostert, I believe, is going like in the fifth round, and Coleman's going in like the ninth or tenth. So value is with Coleman right now. I expect this team to look very similar to what last year's team was. So quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. Running back is Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert. The wideouts are Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. And just to note, uh, Debo Samuel did injure himself. He has that lids. Um, he had the Liz Frank surgery, so he might not be ready to start the season. So don't expect him to come out uh, being the stud wide receiver that he was at the end of the season last year. 
it is going to take some time for him to get healthy. Also forgot to mention the wideout is Kendrick Bourne as well. I believe he will fill in while Debo's kind of figuring things out. And then the main tight end there is George Kittle. All right, so Jimmy Garoppolo, I have him as my quarterback 26. Just like Jared Goff, I'm not drafting him. I will stream him if I deem the matchup good enough. So I have him projected for 336 completions for 4,025 yards, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 74 rushes yard, uh, rushing yards, one rushing touchdown for 267 points. All right, so the running backs. I have Tevin Coleman ranked as my 33rd running back, and Raheem Mostert is my 23rd ranked running back. And Coleman I have projected for 209 rushes, 900 yards, 6 touchdowns, 25 receptions for 213 receiving yards for 157 points. Mostert I have for 140 rushes, 725 um, yards, 7 touchdowns, 18 receptions for 184 receiving yards, and 1 receiving touchdown for 147 uh, points. So they're pretty much going to eat into each other's workloads, and they're both going to be good whenever they're on the field. The only problem is... What game does which running back go off? And that's going to be hard to project and, and predict. All right, so the wideout. So I have Debo Samuel ranked as my wide receiver 34. Um, I have him for like 14 rushes for 146 yards, two rushing touchdowns for 48 receptions, 664 receiving yards, and five touchdowns for 145 points. And that is projected for about, I think it was like 13 games. So... Um, don't have him projected for a full season. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, the rookie, I have him as my wide receiver, 73. I have him for 54 receptions, 810 receiving yards, six touchdowns for 144 points. And Kendrick Bourne is my wide receiver, 89. 52 receptions for 648 receiving yards and six touchdowns for 126 points. And then George Kittle, he's my tight end, too. I like him a lot. If you can get the value from him in the late second or early third, I would take him. I got him for 96 receptions, 1,301 receiving yards, six touchdowns for 214 points. And the Seattle Seahawks, they are the last team for today. And I was a bit surprised that they did not draft a running back in the draft. Well, you know, I mean in the high rounds. Um, They did take running back DJ Dallas in the fourth round. And they bring in running back Carlos Hyde as the backup because Rashad Penny, he's just not going to be ready to start the season. Um, it should still be the Chris Carson show for, you know, the running backs there. They do sign free agent tight end Greg Olson, whom will help, but I don't really see a big role for him, especially fantasy-wise. The pass catchers are the clear winners to me, which is Lockett and Metcalf. Both should be solid wide receiver twos on your team. All right, so the depth chart. Quarterback is Russell Wilson. Running back is Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde. The wideouts are Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, and the tight end is Greg Olson. So Russell Wilson, I have is my uh, quarterback six. Um, I like him. He, if if you can get him in the I don't know fifth, sixth round, or later, that'd be a solid solid uh, quarterback to have. Um, I have him projected for three hundred twenty nine completions, three thousand nine hundred seventy three yards, thirty one touchdowns, eight interceptions, three hundred ninety two rushes rushing yards with two rushing touchdowns for about three hundred twenty six points. Uh, Chris Carson, I have is my running back eighteen. I have him down for 252 rushes, 1,133 yards, 7 touchdowns, 38 receptions, 285 receiving yards for 202 points. Uh, Carlos Hyde, who is the clear backup there, not worried about him. I got him ranked as my running back 74 for 81 rushes, 
331 rushing yards, four touchdowns, 18 receptions, 81 receiving yards for 72 points. Again, not worried. It is the Chris Carson show. Uh, the wideouts, I like both of these guys a lot. I am definitely going to be trying to get one of these two guys as my second receiver. Um, Tyler Lockett is my wide receiver 20. I have him projected for 86 receptions for 1,200 receiving yards, nine touchdowns for 222 points. Uh, DK Metcalf I have as my wide receiver 25. I have him for 70 receptions for 1,045 receiving yards, seven touchdowns for 181 points. Uh, again, I like both these guys a lot. And then the last is tight end Greg Olson, who I have as my tight end 25. Not touching him. I I want to see it from him before I even think about streaming him. And I have him projected for 37 receptions, 435 receiving yards, three touchdowns for about 80 points. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is draft strategies. I'm going to break down how to attack your draft. So I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. And whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. Also, don't forget to enter to win that signed Nick Chubb jersey at fantasyknockout.com. Hashtag knockout giveaway. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.